boost your mood in New Jersey. Surprise yourself with new wonders. Stroll beaches and boardwalks. Discover places to dine and catch up with friends. See inspiring art, culture, and history, too. Savor sea breezes and explore all the treasures nature has waiting for you. Rise to the call of adventure or catch a wave into the ocean blue. Find it all at visitnj.org. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network. Broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. My guest for this hour is the one and only Chrissy Blaze. Chrissy is a regular media guest, international speaker, metaphysician, and author of 12 books. She was a direct disciple of spiritual master, founder of the Aetherius Society, and extraterrestrial contactee Dr. George King for over 20 years until his passing in 1997. Chrissy continues to promote his work, teachings, and mission. And Chrissy is a good friend of the Exxon. And Chrissy, always great having you with us. Oh, thank you so much, Robin. It's lovely to be on your show. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, you know, you're always welcome here, Chrissy. Now, before we get on to 
the topics that we're going to be discussing tonight. Your husband, Gary, has a course coming up. Tell us about it. Oh, yes. Thank you. Um, actually, it's the launch, the launch. Of, um, of King Yoga. It's um, really Dr. King's mission, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are many, many aspects to this and how people can participate. And like all yogas, can then uh, gain their own sort of enlightenment and higher consciousness. So this is the first class, and it's been launched, uh, just been launched in London. It's being launched in Michigan on Saturday and in Los Angeles on Saturday. And uh, a lot of people are coming, and it's going to be at the Aetherius Society in Royal Oak, Michigan. And if people go to the website, www.aetherius.org, and go to locations and look at Michigan, uh, they can find details, but basically it's 2 to 4 on Saturday, next Saturday, the 20th of May. Well, we wish Gary uh, the very best of luck, and uh, we'll promote him as often as we can. Oh, thank you very much. Appreciate that, Rob. Now, the Aetherius Society, what does the word Aetherius mean? Well, it, it's a Greek word, actually, that means uh, one who travels through the ethers, mm. and it's an, the name of... Um, one of the main communicators with Dr. King over the, the years, over many, many years. Well, why don't we take our, take our listeners back uh, to the time of Dr. King and, and share with them the founding of the Aetherius Society, Chrissy. Yeah, actually it was founded in England in 1955, but prior to that, on almost exactly 63 years ago, today actually last, week, mm-hmm. May the 8th, 1954, was when the foundations were laid for the Aetherius Society, the seeds were planted, or however you want to describe it, when Dr. King um, received an instruction, a command. Now, here wasn't just an ordinary person. Here was someone who, for 10 years, about 10 hours a day, apart from a regular job, which he had, he practiced yoga, different forms of yoga, and had reached a very high state of consciousness and was able to channel, and he did, he was a very good medium, advanced uh, intelligences from the higher realms and so forth. But on May the 8th, 1954, he was contacted by a voice outside of himself. He, was, he had learned through his mastery uh, to be able to discern what was imagination and what was true. And this was a voice outside of himself. He was just washing dishes in his mm-hmm. flat in Maida Vale in London. And the voice said to him, prepare yourself. You are to become the voice of interplanetary parliament. Uh, he didn't have a clue what that meant initially. Wow. <laughs> you know, I, but, if, if I was to hear that, I'd be a little awestruck. Yeah. Well, he, he decided that he'd lock himself in his room mm-hmm. and find out. He'd go into meditation, which he did, and he'd stay there as long as it took for him to find out what it meant. At that time, he had no interest, actually, at the time in in extraterrestrials, UFOs, flying saucers. He absolutely had no interest, um, mainly in the yogas uh, and and spiritual development and so forth. But he locked himself in his room and uh, meditated, and then after some time... uh, a yogi who was well-known in India, alive at the time, walked through his locked door and proceeded to initiate him in a series of um, uh, practices. All right, Chrissy, we're going to have to take a break here. Yeah. A yogi walked through a door. We're going to come back at that point. Okay. Exonation. Chrissy Blaze is our guest to this hour. 
www.chrissyblaze.com and www.atherius.org. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, 
Visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Exonation, uh, Chrissy Blaze is our special guest, www.chrissyblaze.com and www.atherius.org. All right, Chrissy, when we left, uh, you had just told us that a yogi walked through the locked door to where Dr. King was. And please take it from there. Okay, yes, so he was, um, people are just tuning in, he was... um, He'd been given a, this command, which he didn't understand, and so he decided to lock himself in the door in his room until he could find answers. And as I say, a yogi walked through his locked door and proceeded to inform him and to initiate him also uh, what this meant. And, um, and that was the beginning. The seeds were planted, and from that point, Dr. King re- started to receive messages, which we call cosmic transmissions, from... Uh, previously, had been highly elevated, uh, you know, people from yeah. the higher planes. But now he was receiving messages from co- what we call cosmic masters or extraterrestrial intelligences. And through his life uh, and the decades, he received over 600 of these, which we have uh, on tape or digitally stored. We keep up to date with all the latest, you know, developments. But they're they're in different locations of the world mm-hmm. because they were given not to the Asteria Society, but to humanity, actually. Chrissy, is there anyone within the Aetherius Society today who has taken over Dr. King's job as the receptor of these intergalactic messages? Yeah, that's a good question, Rob, but the answer is no. Mm -hmm. And actually, um, we have enough information um, to continue way into the future, because not only are the, uh, the teachings given, are spiritual teachings, wisdom, prophecies, predictions, but also um, there, there were um, also Dr. King devised, as well as receiving messages himself, devised these global healing missions which he set up for the future. So we're still continuing those, we're continuing that aspect of the society, but the, uh, the voice, if you like, is no longer with us. Were, was Dr. King given any information on how we would be able to turn the world around and make it a better place to live without blowing ourselves apart? 
Oh, a lot of it was about that. Because do you know why? As you know, Rob, in the 50s, there was a lot of um, UFO activity, yes. as you know. And a lot of and several people were, were contacted, mm-hmm. you know, obviously not just Dr. King, but several others. Because this was a, a very significant time, because that's the time we started to explode nuclear bombs, you know. And um, the extraterrestrials are perfectly well aware of what we were doing. And they have been coming uh, to try and well, help mankind, but also to, um, to clear up our mess from the release of all this nuclear waste and so forth, and atomic radiation, but also to um, stop us from blowing ourselves up, because this can't be allowed, because if you think about it, if, the, if we managed to destroy this planet, it would affect, um, not only do we believe the Earth is a very uh, precious yes. living intelligence, but also it would um, just, you know, cause damage to the whole solar system and beyond. Sure, we'd have the, uh, the uh, galactic ripple effect. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, I don't know about that, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> what is that exactly? Well, that is when one thing, the, the, the actions of one planet would cause um, uh, a reaction throughout the galaxy. For example, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, everything we do has a has a cause reaction, a, cause and effect. But, uh, yeah, it makes yeah. sense because yeah. especially something as major as that. But exactly. But apart from that, helping us to you know to clean up our waste and so forth, they're also giving us teaching, and the teaching is spiritual actually. And you know, it's not new. They say there's nothing new. Mm-hmm. They actually say if you're a Christian, be a good one. If you're a Buddhist, be a good one. If you're a Hindu, be a good one. If you're a Muslim be a good one. That's the sort of approach. Um, it's it's doing as much as you can uh, to help others. You know, it's a time of they they talk a lot about service to others. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spiritual things. It's it's that's going to save us. Uh, it's changing the consciousness. And one thing I I just want to say is Dr. King said in the 60s that the biggest energy crisis facing humanity won't be so much the shortage of gas or electricity but the shortage of spiritual energy and by Mm. that he meant love and uh, he went out of his way as a scientist as well to devise these global healing missions which actually some of which one of which actually operation prepa can store spiritual energy and release it to the world at times of crisis to certain situations so the this is the energy of love because this is what's really needed. So the, my point is that if we had enough love in the world, Rob, there wouldn't be the problems we have. I agree with you, and this is what... Let's go back to the 60s, Christy, when you and I were kids. Yeah. The hippies had the right idea. They, to me, yeah. were the start. They started... I, I believe the hippies were the start of the movement. Yes, yes, um, certainly. I don't know what's yeah. happened to that movement, but I think it, you know, people are beginning to mm-hmm. uh, sort of look into more spiritual things and, and more, but there's a kind of like a big divide now. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I, I have, and, and I really believe that the divide has been put there for, for nefarious reasons, because who wants a world without war? I mean, the people do, but... Those who gain riches from wars, 
They don't want a peaceful world. They want a world in turmoil so they can make money. They don't want to have the alternative fuels discovered that would stop pollution. They want to keep putting their hands deep into our pockets and into the pockets of the companies. Greed. Yes. Greed is what I believe it's all about, Chrissy. I totally agree. I mean, it's like the movie Wag the Dog, right? You saw that one, I suppose, some time ago. But Many years ago, yeah. Exa- yeah, exactly what you're saying. And I, I really think that's true. And uh, there are people who almost like pull the strings of the world. But yep. there's also, uh, we've been told by cosmic masters and highly elevated intelligence, there's also a, a counter plan, a cosmic plan for the peace and enlightenment of humanity. Uh, which I believe is the more powerful of the two, but it's up to us, the individual, to cooperate with this plan. And it doesn't mean to say that we have to consciously cooperate by joining the Ethereum Society, but cooperate by doing the right thing, by you know, working in some way to get the truth out there as you're doing, to help other people in many, one of a thousand ways that you could find to do that. This really is the time to do that, to turn things around. And basically, in my opinion, all we really need is love, plain and simple. It's not complicated, Chris. You see, many years ago, after I had been doing the show for about five or six years, it, it dawned on me, I had an epiphany. Life is simple. Humans complicate it. Exactly. Yeah. And it's so true because the messages of the cosmic masters, when you boil, some of them are pretty complex, but when you boil down the teachings, mm-hmm. um, it is simple because truth is simple. Exactly. The eter- God is the eternal simple. It's reality. It's the one truth, if you like, the one. And the rest of it is, is complication, which we create, as you say. And uh, love is a huge part of that. Love in its higher aspects, especially not not the emotional kind of love that we think is love, but love where we're prepared to, you know, sacrifice ourselves to bring about positive change for the world or to other people and, mm-hmm. you know, this kind of thing. But the advanced ones, the interplanetary ones, have come to this world, and, I believe, and we believe in the society that great cosmic masters such as the Lord Buddha, Sri Krishna, the Master Jesus were from other planets. We're interplanetary. Well, uh, and if anyone is able to use their noggin instead of what they're told, when they read, uh, I don't know about the other books, but when you read the Bible and you have the messen- the angel Gabriel telling the Virgin Mary that she was going to have a child and this, that, and the other thing in the entire story, it doesn't take a genius to figure that out. Right. It doesn't really, and the Star of Bethlehem exactly uh, was obviously a spacecraft performing a delicate manipulation mm-hmm. of the introduction of an interplanetary intelligence into the life cycle of this planet as a fourth aspect, as a, a kind of a lower aspect, but still a very advanced, extremely advanced individual. It seems that there are those people in the world today, as there were back in those days, Chrissy, that... If somebody was trying to bring goodness, love, peace to this world, it had to be discredited. It had to be naysayed. It had to be destroyed. Why? Because, like I said before, 
it is only the the real people who want a world of peace and joy there are many 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 out there who would rather see a world in conflict for their own personal gain yeah exactly and you know you may disagree with me on this mm-hmm. rob but i find that the people who are really out to keep things as they are you mm-hmm. know the the gross materialists the people who uh, want war and all those people you mentioned do they work with a great with a passion but i find that a lot of people are say they're into spiritual things or whatever they are or they they don't really have the passion that's necessary so it's a time to really step up i think i agree and with you 100 percent. i agree with you 100 percent on that chrissy oh do you yes i do and yes. not just talk about it but to live it to yep. radiate it to you know work for it hey listen um there are so many people who come on this show who claim or the, the, who are self-proclaimed gurus or self-proclaimed this, that, and the other thing. And they don't know what the heck they're talking about half the time. They all have their own personal agenda. And what I try to do is expose the agenda that they have. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because um, false teaching is, is so wrong because you can lead people down the garden path mm-hmm. and wasting precious time over perhaps many lifetimes because of this. That is so true, and I've said this many times, Christy, and I think you may have heard me say where I believe the Internet is the biggest septic tank that mankind has ever created because there's more crap in it than anything <laughs> else. Yes. You have to really be discriminating in the positive sense of the word, don't you? And yeah. this is something I think that I, I meet a lot of people on, on the you know, who are into spiritual things, because mm-hmm. I give classes and so on. Um, but it seems like people think they have to let go of their discrimination and let go of their intelligence and let go of their logic somehow and just kind of go with the flow. But it's totally the opposite. Exactly. Because once we start to, you know, want to raise our consciousness in one of a number of ways, um, we, we can um, enhance our discrimination, enhance our intelligence and so forth. You know, it's totally the opposite. Chrissy, stand by, my dear. You and I have to take our news break. Exonation. Nation, Chrissy Blaze is our special guest. www.etherius.org and www.chrissyblaze.com. And we'll both be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Exonation, Chrissy Blaze is my special guest this hour, www.atherius.org and www.chrissyblaze.com. Chrissy, where do these uh, galactic visitors come from? 
Well, actually, uh, we believe that they, and they indeed express this, that they come from planets within this solar system. Wow. Um, because I don't know if you believe, Rob, that when we die, we pass on to other planes of existence around this Earth. I believe um, that when we die, we, uh, our, our energy, our soul goes somewhere else. I don't believe right. that we just go into the ground and become worm food. Maybe our physical body does, but I believe our spiritual body lives on. Right, yes. Uh, we continue over many lifetimes, I believe. And, um, just as, and there are higher planes of existence around this planet and also lower ones, too. Mm-hmm. So depending on um, you know, your actions throughout the lifetimes, it's where you end up after you, after you die. You know, it's, um, it's sort of like heaven and hell, but it's, it's slightly different. But um, the, co- the cosmic masters from the other planets um, don't necessarily live on the physical plane, although they can but they live on these more subtle planes that we have um, around this, similar to the ones we have around this Earth. Um, but we've, uh, Dr. King had messages from um, Venus, uh, Mars, particularly those two planets, um, Master Aetherius uh, from the planet Venus, and um, another cosmic master with the pseudonym of Mars Sector 6, called from Mars, and he's had communication from Jupiter. And that was very interesting, Rob, because the Jupiterian, uh, every, every voice is different. Every communicator is different. But the Jupiterian voice, there was no breath at all during the whole of the uh, message, messages. And um, Dr. K- because they use him as a channel, he goes into a highly elevated state of consciousness and they beam down onto his larynx and use his vocal cords, and so that's why it's in English, because he is English. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Jupiterians didn't have to breathe. And so during the whole thing, and we have all this on tape, there was no breath. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's quite long, actually, the Jupiterian transmissions. One of them particularly is very long. Um, so that was very interesting. And also from Saturn um, as well. Very advanced planet. Chrissy, did you yourself see Dr. King go into one of these trances? Um, I didn't actually see him, mm-hmm. but I was there when he did. He tended to go in a, uh, a room just with the people manning the, the tape recorders right, at right. the time. And so I was there when he was preparing himself once in London. But majority of his, uh, a lot of his messages were received um, in the 50s and 60s and, and when I, before I joined the sure. society. But. How was he physically after one of these sessions? He must have been well, exhausted. You're absolutely right. And, Rob, that's interesting you say that because most people don't even think about that aspect. But, yes, he was absolutely exhausted. Um, just even to go in this higher state of consciousness mm-hmm. where you raise the Kundalini up, the Shashumna, to a high psychic center... Um, is very taxing, obviously, because you have to consciously do that and takes a master, a yoga master as he was. But then to receive these communications, which some of them were extremely long, like over 30 minutes. Um, and in the beginning, in the 50s and 60s, he was often doing them in public places, like in Caxton Hall, London. Mm-hmm. Master Ethereum spoke through him and gave a message to London wow. and so on. So... 
that whole thing and there were a lot of skeptics there obviously and so he had to face all that so it was very very exhausting and he, he received these constantly really it was a how, 600 how did how did society treat him here you have a man who is doing so much for society how was he treated by society the very same society that he's trying to save yeah you know that's very interesting you asked that question rob because he was he kept a very low profile mm-hmm. interestingly because he he knew there was a lot he understood interference uh dark force interference and he understood that he had a certain mission to perform and he did a lot he took the transmissions that like take the 12 blessings as one over 12 consecutive sundays in 1958 as just one thing but you could say just taking of the 12 blessings which is a one of our sacred book um, would be enough, but he did. He took all these transmissions. Oh he gosh. was ordered to go to America. To, he lectured all over the country. He climbed. He was instructed to climb 18 of 19 holy mountains that were then charged and made uh, forever holy, so that people could climb them and send out love into the world. Um, he devised global healing missions. You know, I worked with him, Rob, and he never stopped. From morning till night, we were all young, actually, people <laughs> around him, his staff. We were young in our 20s, but he was in his 50s, and he never, he had us all <laughs> tired. Wow. He never, ever stopped. And I think that's why he kept a low profile, he, you know, and uh, he didn't go out there and talk about himself. He was just interested in his mission. He wasn't. You know, he was a very humble man, actually. A shy man and a very humble man. Yet a man who had a a global mission. He had a global mission. Um, as all the cosmic masters who, and I believe he was, mm-hmm. planetary, actually, although he never said that. But when you look at the body of his work, and then you look at someone else who's come from another planet, Right. Maybe you take Nikolai Tesla, for example, yep. who I believe also was interplanetary, who had a certain mission to perform. They want to perform, they have to perform their mission. You know, they want to complete it successfully. And if they have to keep a very low profile to do that, just Dr. King was just had the people he needed around him in London and Los Angeles with the two areas he worked uh, mainly. And um, he didn't go out and... In, you know, in the public eye. Exonation. Chrissy Blaze is our special guest. www.atherius.org and www.chrissyblaze.com. Chrissy, how did uh, Dr. King deal with skepticism? Because you know as well as I do, Chrissy, there's a lot of people out there who love to be skeptics. It's, it gives them pleasure to cause other people grief. How did Dr. King deal with these type of people? Um, I've I've seen him deal with them. I mean, he did. He, he did do some interviews, especially mm-hmm. in the early days, and when he was doing this lecture tour around the U.S., he did some in the '60s and a few in in London and so forth. And people often the interviewers are very skeptical, and he dealt with them with such grace and wisdom. <laughs> he really did. He he never reacted. He always acted. Uh, from a place of great integrity and a place of, of great uh, advancement, I think. And to me, when I first met him, I was, t- and I'd met some really, uh, really impressive people in my life, 
But when I met him, there was like nobody could come close. He was just an incredible human being, an incredible master. How did you meet him? Um, well, I'd heard his name growing up because my aunt and my great aunt were both very interested. They were theosophical students right. and they were Rosicrucianists. And then they came, they were looking for a master and they found Dr. King, who was in London. And they used to go to early lectures and they used to talk about him all the time. And I was really only, I don't know, six, eight, ten. I was still hearing the name. So I first went along to the society. I was only 16 and went to some lectures and then I left to this you know i then went into other things like mm -hmm. buddhism mystic christianity which i'm still very interested in um theosophy metaphysics generally for a few years and then eventually i came back to the society because there was nothing that seemed to be as all-encompassing as the society's teachings and also i loved it because it's active there's a lot going on. We're always running our mission, global missions and, and so forth. So even today, without Dr. King, it's very active and uh, very exciting. Fascinating. Truly fascinating. Chris, how many, how many members of the Aetherius Society are there worldwide? Well, we have thousands, but we certainly don't have hundreds of thousands. We don't. Um, because I think there's so much really to take on board for mm -hmm. people. Um, I'm hoping people will... Um, take it on board, but they have to believe in uh, karma and reincarnation is foundation beliefs of ours, uh, life on other planets. Um, and, you know, it, it's kind of difficult for a lot of people to take all that on board. Um, the teachings are wonderful, though. I think once people read like the Nine Freedoms, which is man's journey through evolution, and books like this, then I think people become hooked. But, you know, we just don't have a lot of members. We have a lot of interested people, a lot of friends, if you like. Mm -hmm. I find it, once again, funny, based on the Bible, that people haven't made the connection that heaven is not here on earth, so it has to be on a planet somewhere else. Hello? Like, oh, right, yes. You know, yeah. how come I can figure these things out, and there are millions who read the same literature and books that I read that just seem to miss it? Well, I think, Rob, number one, you're very bright, right? And you can pay me in the break. No, I'm just kidding. But also because... <laughs> Same PayPal account? <laughs> because you're, you're passionately involved with this. Yes. And you really want to find the truth. You exactly. know, that's, that really is the secret. You, you don't skate on the surface. You want to, you know, you want to find out the truth. Yeah. And I believe any, if anybody really wants to find out the truth, they will. I had a guest on earlier tonight. That I did something I do very rarely, and that was disconnected him from the from the show. Really? Yeah, because oh. he he was a self proclaimed scientist, and his mission was to destroy religion, to prove it is nothing else but a lie. I said, "What gives you the right to do that?" Yeah. He said, "Well, it's the job of science to get to the to the bottom to get to the truth." I said. Science has not always been correct. How do you know you're right and all these people are wrong? What gives you the right to take away the joy, the peace, the love that these religions bring to people around the world? Exactly. Well, he's obviously never studied Einstein's work either, has he? 
Well, he's he's a self he's a self-professed scientist with a bachelor of arts in philosophy. Oh, well. Yeah. <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> exactly. So I I cut him off. I I just got rid of him because I don't think our listeners should have to put up with that and I don't want anybody on the show who openly insults anyone. If you want right, to be- right. if you want to believe, you believe because in my opinion and I'm not a scientist, Belief is the strongest power in the universe. Yes. Well, even quantum physics is proving that now, right? That's right. That, uh, so, I mean, has he not studied quantum physics or Albert Einstein, who talks a lot about religion, yeah. actually? Chrissy, stand by, dear. We've got to take our final break. Great talking to you. When we come back, let's let our listeners know again about uh, Gary's yoga course. We'll be back right. on the other side of this break, Exxon Nation. This is the Exxon. I'm Rob McConnell. Chrissy Blaze and I return. Don't go away. It's only right to think about the Hi, everyone. Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on Internet streaming. Everybody has heard about Internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the Internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. 
If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A Soul Balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Chrissy Blaze is our special guest to this hour, www.atherius.org and chrissyblaze.com. And Chrissy, let's tell our listeners one more time about the courses that Gary's giving. Oh, thank you very much. We've been launching um, what's called King Yoga. It was launched in London, and on Saturday, May the 20th, it's going to be launched in Royal Oak, Michigan, and in Los Angeles at the same time. And um, what it is, it's... um, it's the yoga for this age, if you like. It's mm-hmm. not one way. It's not one of asanas or postures, because there are many different forms of yoga, and some are more um, mental, uh, such as nani yoga and raja yoga and so forth. But this this is a new yoga, so it's a real big deal for us in the Ethereum Society because we're launching, if you like, Dr. King's yoga um, on his behalf, even though it wasn't something that he knew about while he was alive, but. It, it really is his mission and, and explains to people how they can um, advance themselves through different practices, spiritual practices, and so on. So this is being done on Saturday. And can I just add one other thing? Because oh, please Laura do. Because from our Toronto group uh, would not be happy if I didn't mention that they're also having um, a lecture on June the 9th called um, Cosmic Spirituality in the Light of Scientific Evidence. And if you want to find out about that and other activities in Toronto, then they have their own website, which is Ethereus Toronto. 
com. Well, maybe we should get Stephanie to contact uh, contact the people in the Ethereum Society in Toronto and get them on. Yeah, I think you've had Alan Jaggard on. Before, oh yes, actually. yeah, yeah. Had to, he's, yeah a he's a great guy. The Ethereum Society. Yeah, he's he's a great guy. That'd be great. Um. Let me ask you a question that I'm sure you get asked a lot of times, Chrissy. Why don't why doesn't the cosmic intelligences just land openly? Well, that's a big question, and it's a good question. Um, see, we have to look at the karma of humanity, mm-hmm. and the karma of humanity is not good. In fact, it's very bad. We have our individual karma, our action and reaction. You know, yes. what we do, there's an opposite result. But we also are part of humanity. We're one. You know, we like to think there's lots of division in the world and countries and religions. But actually, we're, the cosmic beings look at us as one. And in fact, even when the astronauts went into space, they realized that we're one, you know. And um, the thing is, our karma is very bad. If they were to do that, it would be an act, if you like, of intervention in our karma. And um, we almost don't deserve that. I mean, you could say the Master Jesus came and intervened in our karma. He helped to raise it. Yeah, but look what we did to him. Pardon? Look what we did to him. We crucified him. Exactly. Well, that was part of his mission, though, we, we believe, through our teachings, that he yeah. chose that. That was his great sacrifice to help raise humanity. Can you believe his compassion for humanity? So, yeah, uh, there will come a point where they will land openly, but we have to take the step. We have to take that uh, first step. They, they said to us, we take, if we take mm-hmm. one step towards them through our investigation, through our studies, uh, through our work, service, etc., they will then be able to take two towards us. So it will happen. Uh, we're just not there yet. And we also believe that another cosmic avatar will come to this Earth, just as they have in the past, at the beginning of this new millennium, this new age, the Aquarian age. Um, but this time, he won't come with limitation, as he has in the past, by being born in, uh, through a female in the usual way, in right. the life cycle of this planet, he will come with full powers of a great uh, avatar, a great cosmic intelligence with full powers. And uh, his magic, we were told, will be greater than the combined materialistic might of all the armies. And uh, so, in fact, we're not alone in saying there'll come another avatar because all the great teachings, as you probably know, mm-hmm. talk about one, all the ones I studied talk about another great avatar coming. When we look at the Bible, the book of Revelation, a lot of people see it as the end of the world, but I've always seen it as the end of the current way we see, we live, and we believe. I believe that the book of Revelation is the prelude to the next step in our evolution, both physically and spiritually. Oh, very interesting, yeah. I don't know enough about uh, Revelations. I know mm-hmm. a little, but not as much as you, Rob. But that sounds very, very interesting. I'd love to hear more sure. sometime. We'll, we'll have to do that. Um, what do the galactic intelligences say, if they have ever said anything, Chrissy, about the UFO sightings that are seen by people around the world? Um, the Cosmic Masters? Well, this is a good thing. I mean, they, they say, keep looking up. Mm-hmm. They say people are too often looking at sale signs in shops, look up and you'll have sightings. 
um, only recently. You've had Richard Lawrence on the show, I yes, think. Yes, I have, yeah. Not? Sure have. Well, he, he and his wife, every night, they walk in Fulham where they live, they walk around and look up at the skies. Mm-hmm. And only a couple of weeks ago, actually, it was the day before I was giving a lecture on UFOs, uh, they had a most amazing sighting they've ever had, and they've had some really good ones over the years, a craft that they, of course, they, you know, they said it's not a satellite. It's not, you go through all the things it's not. It was green. It turned to red. It turned to green. It, it did the zigzag. It, it, it was really, really vivid, and um, they were convinced it was a UFO. So this is a good thing. It's a very good thing. People should keep looking up. What would you like to tell our listeners around the world listening tonight about the world that we live in now and the world that has been described to you through the teachings of Dr. King as well as the teachings and the information from the galactic intelligences? Oh, thank you. Well, I think I'd like to say don't lose heart. Keep realize that there is a plan in place, Mm -hmm. the cosmic plan for the peace and enlightenment of humanity, which is far more powerful than any materialistic plan that more nefarious types of people have in place. But this cosmic plan, although put into being by ancient ones uh, and held in being by the spiritual hierarchy, the cosmic masters and so forth, it takes each and every one of us to play our part. And uh, I would say, just play your part. Investigate. Investigate the Ethereum Society. Investigate. uh, Find the truth about, you know, UFOs Mm -hmm. and flying saucers. And do everything you can to help others. And you'll find your life will turn around for the better. I, I remember reading something in a book that says, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's, um, that's it really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, as, as the cosmic masters say, there isn't, they're not giving a new truth. They're giving mm-hmm. it in a new way for this age, but it's not new because everything has been given to us before by previous wonderful teachers who've come and sacrificed themselves um, to this earth. And the teachers on this earth, too, um, the true teachers, you know, not sure. the, the ones that um, you mentioned. Do you think the masters, uh, the, uh, the galactic intelligences, have come to certain people in the representation of angels so they could communicate with these people? Um, well, I think there is an angelic realm. I, I believe in in the divas, mm-hmm. the divic kingdom, the nature spirits, and that includes the angelic hosts and so forth. Uh, some people, if they're psychic, they can see them. I actually have a photograph of one <laughs> that uh, Gary took when I was sitting in the garden, a little nature spirit. So I think that they exist, but we can't necessarily see them. And I think they, you were saying that, do they come to certain people at certain times? I, I yeah, presenting themselves do, as yeah. angels. Yes, I believe they do. Yeah. I think there is, you have to be discriminating when you read about angels, because I have read some some books that I really don't agree with, <laughs> that don't make sense to me, but I certainly believe that there are angelic presences, yeah. So what's next for you, Chrissy? What are you going to be up to soon? 
Well, I'm doing a lot of promotion mm-hmm. um, of upcoming events. I've just finished a book, actually, which mm. is, unfortunately it's not coming out until next February. But it's, I think it's my magnum opus, I hope, <laughs> of the 12, because this one is about, it's called Earth, Astrology's Missing Planet. And, um, you know, I studied astrology. Well, sure. um, you probably also know, Rob, that we take into account all the other planets in the solar system, but we don't take into account the Earth when we do our, you know, readings and so forth. And um, this has kind of bothered me for a long time. And I decided to write a book about it. So Good anyway, it's coming out next February. So that's my latest thing that I've been working on personally. Chrissy, the time has come when you and I must say so long for tonight, my friend. Please do not be a stranger. The door is always open to you and Gary and other members of the Authority Society here in the Exxon. So until next we meet, please give my very best to Gary. And you always have my very best. And... Uh, I'll share with you something that I share with all the listeners. Keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much, Rob. It's been wonderful speaking to you. Good night, my dear friend. Good night. Exonation, uh, Chrissy Blaze has been our guest this hour. www.atherius.org and www.chrissyblaze.com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour. As we continue here in the X Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Mm-hmm.